0: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I was trying to get back home the other day and I couldn't get into the street where my home is because there was a big construction work in progress. So I got to one of the ends of the street, and they told me, no, you got to turn around and try the other side of the street. So I drove to the other side of the street, to the other end of the street, and they told me, no, you have to try the other side of the street. you know. So I told the person who told me, so I would like to talk to the boss of this construction work. And a young man came, and I told him, listen, I live there, right in the middle of the street, so I need that you open the street just a second. <laughs> of course, father, sorry. And well, finally I got to the entrance of my home, and this man just wanted to talk. So, father, where what parish do you work for? And I explained to him, I work for Opus Dei here in Montreal and, oh, Opus Dei, and what is that? Well, Opus Dei is, you know, it's an institution in the Catholic Church and we, our charism is holiness in the middle of the world. So we can find God, we can become a holy person, we can become a saint just by doing our daily work, well done, and if we offer it up to God and... Oh, is that right? So you can be a saint? And he told me, Father, every day when I work here, when I get off this uh, role, big roll machine, I say, an our Father and Hail Mary. Is that okay? <laughs> and I told him, yes, of course. That works. Yeah. But again, people who hear first time the message of the work and they are practicing Catholics and you know, somehow they are praying, etc. They like the message. Because it is great to be a saint in the middle of the world. You don't have to do anything special. You have to just carry out your mission, your work, and you're becoming a saint. So welcome to this meditation on contemplation in the middle of the world. And we are going to focus on how? We have heard many times that we have been called to find our Lord in our daily tasks, in our daily work, etc. We have read amazing texts by San Jose Maria. And yeah, we know the theory very well. The thing is, how can I, Lord, be this person who contemplates you in the middle of the world? Because this is where everything comes down to. Just to be someone having a conversation with you, Lord, 24-7. How can I do that, Lord? Because this is what the Lord is expecting of us. If we think that the Lord is expecting of us just to be nice people, if we think that the Lord is expecting of us just to get things done, or that's not enough. The Lord wants us to be contemplatives. People who have a conversation with Him. Constantly. While doing our daily work. So how can I do this? And we will read in the first reading in today's Mass, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near in the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who has made us both one and has broken down the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law of commandments and ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby bringing the hostility to an end. There is a new creature in Christ. St. Paul talks a lot about this old man and the new man. The old man wounded by sin in Adam, and the new man turned into a holy creature in Christ. And this is what we want to be, Lord. I want to, be, I want to live according to this new man. I want to live according to this divine filiation. We are children of God, right? and as children as children we always think of our father we always talk to our father this is the thing how can i become a contemplative person well this is a gift and it, this is a task a gift because we have been redeemed by the lord and we can live according to this constant prayer a task because we have to work on it and that work Starts deep down in our hearts from St. John of the cross quote Contemplation is the science of love If we want to contemplate the Lord if we want to Be 24 7 close to him thinking of him praising him etc That starts in the heart It's about love it's about learning to love. And we can ask the Lord now to give us this grace. Lord, give me a grace to learn to love. What does that mean to, to love? To love is about using the heart, right? We need to look at the world from the heart. Remember that quote from the little prince? What is essential is hidden to the eyes. We need to look at the world from the heart. We need to look at people from the heart. We need to look at God from the heart. How? Well, first, by saying to the Lord right now in our prayer, Lord, I want to live 100% for you. I want that everything in my life, my thoughts, my affections, my works, my deeds... Everything I do, I want to do it out of love for you. I don't want anything in my heart that is not for you, Lord. This is where contemplation starts. When we set our hearts to love our Lord above all things, at any time, at any cost, everything. If we want to love our Lord with this pure heart, a hundred percent, that's the beginning of our contemplation. It is impossible to contemplate God throughout the day if we are attached to our selfishness, if we are attached to our success, if we are attached to, I don't know, to whatever you want. we got to be attached to the Lord. To love Him a hundred percent, to love those around me hundred percent and to work on my mission in this world hundred percent. That mission that the Lord has entrusted to me. We're gonna be ready to do that and this is something that happens in our prayer. We, we set our hearts in this attitude. The Lord says in today's gospel, quote, Let your loins be girded and your lamps burning. And be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the marriage feast, so that they may open to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will gird himself and have them sit at table and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them so, blessed are those servants. We ask the Lord now in our prayer, Lord, I want to be that servant, the servant who is ready to serve at any moment of the day, at any moment of the night. If this is my attitude deep down in my heart, then I can contemplate God. During the day, because my only goal is to contemplate Him, to love Him. This is what San Josemaría names unity of life. There is only one life, the life of the children of God. And Lord, I want to live according to that life. So, setting our hearts to love our Lord a hundred percent. This is not something we do once in our life and that's it. No. San Jose Maria teaches us to have successive conversions because we need to correct the, our path, right? Because we are human beings and sometimes we miss the. <laughs> we go astray, we need to get back on track. And we do so with successive conversions. Lord, from now on, with your grace, 100% for you. I'm sorry for this, sorry for that, sorry for my selfishness, sorry for my laziness, sorry for my pride. Let's begin again together. And when we say that, we have a big victory in our lives. Lord, give me your grace to live according to this. Besides setting my heart into this, it is important to have some recollection in our lives. We cannot live, kind of, with our minds all over the place, with our imagination all over the place. That doesn't help. We need this recollection. Recollection to focus on the Lord. Because the Lord is always there. We believe that when we are in a state of sanctifying grace, the Holy Trinity inhabits in our lives, right? Or if you prefer, we have been united to the Holy Trinity and we live the life of the Holy Trinity when we are in a state of sanctifying grace. So this is the reality. But in order to, to realize these things, and to, in order to feel the presence of God the Father, the presence of God the Son, the presence of God the Holy Spirit, we need this recollection. I know that God is looking at me. God the Father is looking at me somehow. He keeps me in existence. He created me out of love. And it is out of love that I am united to Him. And this is our reality. This is our deepest reality. And our most important reality. So I need to get back to this often. And this only happens if... If I, am, if I live with some recollection, if there is no recollection, if there is no interior life, I miss totally the, the reality of myself. That is that presence of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit in my life. That's why we need interior life. There is interior life, inner life, and external life, or exterior life, And the center of the spiritual life is going to be the Lord. As San Jose Josemaria used to say, the center of the spiritual life, the Mass. If I live according to these things, I become someone who contemplates. Someone who knows that God is looking at me. Someone who experiences the communion of saints. Because I am united to the Trinity by sanctifying grace. But that happens to everybody in the Catholic Church in a state of sanctifying grace. So I belong to a communion of saints. You probably remember that moment when Don Álvaro del Portillo told San María, Father, that specific day, at that specific time, you were praying for me. And I felt it. And San Jose maria said it was true. That anecdote become, became an, a quote in the furrow in the chapter of prayer. Saints realize this. We are united. There is a communion. And you can be praying for your friends. And you know this, sometimes these things happen, you know. You are praying for your friends and suddenly your friend calls you on the phone. There is a communion of saints. The Holy Trinity is within me. Or if you like, I am inside the Trinity. Tell her I want to live according to this. Where is my mind? My thoughts. What are my thoughts? Do my thoughts go to the Lord? Do my thoughts go to the people I live with? To pray for them? To take care of them? Do I pray for people as I drive on the street? As I walk down the street? Do I pray for the people I cross paths with? That's something that Don Javier used to say. Because when you are in the presence of God, when you know that God is looking at you, and you try to love him back, and you see people, and you see that they are probably far away from God, well, the reaction is to pray for them more. And this keeps us being contemplatives in the middle of the world. In this path of contemplation, there is something very important, that is the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Through the gifts, the Holy Spirit gives us specific aids, promptings for specific needs. And the gift of wisdom is that capacity of seeing God in any circumstance in our lives. When things are working out well, we see God. When things are not working out well, we see God. The Holy Spirit gives us this wisdom. Everything that happens to me is God's will, somehow. And I need to adjust to that. And that's wisdom. And nothing prevents me from contemplating God, because I can always turn to Him, I can see Him in the good things, in the bad things, the day you publish your book and the day you are totally stuck because you don't know how to keep writing this page of your book. God is always there, in the good moments and in the bad moments. At certain point, we see that God is always there with us. And that's the, the contemplation. It's a gift, but it's a task. Those who tell the Lord deep down in their hearts that they want to live for Him 100%, those ones receive the gift. That's why it's so important to ask the Lord for the purification of the heart. To ask the Lord to set our hearts to loving Him a hundred percent and when we have the Lord with us we always bring around us joy, peace, light, hope. That is what this world needs because unfortunately in this world there is a lot of sadness, tension, darkness and despair. Sometimes you receive these sad text messages, you know. Father, pray for my friend because she has an appointment for medical assistance in dying in 24 hours. People live with sadness, tension, darkness, despair, pain. And we are the ones to bring to them joy, peace, light, hope. And that happens when we try to contemplate the Lord 24-7 as the light of the gospel. That is the light of Christ in each one of us. And we light up this world like the first Christians. In that letter to Diognerus, Tertullian explains that Christians share their table, nor their beds. Christians have children, get married, have children, but they don't kill their offspring. In the world we find this darkness and we have been called to turn it around. Let us ask our Lord to be like first Christians who turned around Roman Empire. Roman Empire, at a certain point, became Christian. Roman Empire that was built up on the foundation of these Roman gods, etc., which were kind of different versions of the Greek gods, right? And the Roman law, etc. That empire built up on that weak foundation became Christian and emperors converted to Christianity. And that lasted for a while and well, we turn around the world when we are studying in our room or following this class on Zoom or driving down the road keeping in mind that God is looking at me And I want to look at Him. And I want to love Him. That makes the difference. And we can keep up this contemplation, as our Father St. Maria said, by burning new things every day. Small sacrifices, a smile to this person, and a prayer for this person. You know, throughout the day, We can always have this presence of God. We can consider our divine filiation, Thanks, Lord, because you are my Father. We can say always a spiritual communion. And that gets us united to the Lord. And we can say to the Lord, Lord, thank you for this day or for this gift of whatever. Lord, I'm sorry for this. Or we cast a glance to the image of Our Lady when we enter our rooms. Etc. When we smile. We smile because we know that God is with us. So it is by doing these small things that we become contemplative. People in the middle of the world, and we get to that prayer without words. Contemplation is that, prayer without words. At certain point, we don't need those words. As St. Rosa says, right? First, one brief aspiration, then another, and another, till our fervor seems insufficient, because words are too poor. Then this gives way to intimacy with God. Looking at God without needing rest or feeling tired. Looking at God without needing rest. At a certain point, we look at God. It's not that we are saying vocal prayers, right? Vocal prayers help. But at a certain point, we are given the gift of contemplation and we just see God. We look at Him. This is contemplation. This happens, for instance, when you are canoeing with your friends in an amazing lake and, you know, you see the sun there, the lake, and you say, thank you, Lord. You know, it comes out naturally, right? Because you see the beauty in creation. That's contemplation. You don't need um, nothing special. You just are there saying, thank you, Lord. Or there is this, you know, this priest in the Priestly Society of the Holy Cross, and he will be jumping off a helicopter, and he will fall up to a rappel tower, and then he will have to rappel down the tower. And, you know, he says, as he's doing that, you know, Lord, let's get this done together, you know. (laughs) Or the teacher who is praying for his students as they write an essay in the classroom. That's contemplation. We don't need anything special. We don't need to be in a during a retreat, it comes naturally to us in the middle of the world. This contemplation is like the simple prayer of many souls who, with loving docility to the Holy Spirit and seeking identification with Christ in everything, are led by the Paraclet to penetrate the depths of God's intimate life his works and designs with a wisdom that expands their hearts and minds ever more fully. That's the contemplation. And when we contemplate, we love more. And, you know, the Lord expands our hearts and we learn to love everybody as they are. And everything is interesting in our lives because we see God in everything. As San Jose Maria used to say, that person, you know, before she was there pelando patatas in the kitchen, right? Now she is becoming a saint while peeling the potatoes in the kitchen, you know? Everything is interesting. Nothing is boring. Mondays are great. Sunday evening is even greater. Because we find God everywhere. So this is our vocation as Christians in the middle of the world. And the Lord always gives us this. The Lord encourages us to to do things in this direction, to live according to these principles. Follow me. What does that mean that the Lord says to you? Follow me. It means that in your ordinary life you can have an encounter with Him. Don't be afraid, says the Lord. Don't be afraid of finding this supernatural dimension of your life. Your sins are forgiven. Stand up and walk in this path of contemplation. What counts is begin again and begin again and begin again. Successive conversions because we don't get there just in one shot. Rejoice. Because your name is written in heaven. The Lord has a plan. Everything is going to work out well. The only thing we have to do is to enjoy. And to abandon ourselves in His hands. It's not about our success. It's not about our perfection. It's about enjoying with love. The presence of the Lord. Rejoice, your name is written in heaven. You will be with me in paradise. There is always opening, opening up horizons in the life of His followers. And the Lord sends us out to preach. Let us ask our Lord for this contemplative life. Let us ask the Lord for this gift and let us work on this task. Our Lady singular vessel of devotion, we say in the Rosary, singular vessel of devotion. She contemplated God on her heart. She was always pondering on her heart the mysteries of her son and she came to understand many things. There is a scour lady to help us with contemplative life. I thank you my God for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.